Welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. Another Thursday, another Take My Word podcast with your host, Christian. Now, unlike last week, I can't give you that many stories that aren't about the C virus. Uh, I don't know how your guys' week's been, but if you're not an essential employee, as they say, I'm assuming that your diet's probably consisted of Cheetos and cereal. You haven't showered in about 16 days, and you don't know how to start your car. Now, that's just... An assumption, you know what they say about assumptions, make an ass out of you and me. So I don't know. But uh, there's not that many stories I can find, so we're going to have to bear through it, you know. You know what I'm saying? So before that, I'm going to reminisce on my my past on my, my high school self. I was in a law enforcement program. I don't know if I've said that before on here, but and we got to do these things with the academy, like the actual law enforcement academy that was going on called Practicals. Now this is basically putting all the people that are the recruits through like scenarios and you're an actor. So you have to see how they would react to certain situations. <laughs> so for this, they had an entire part of an apartment complex that was like getting renovated. So we got free reign of like six or seven apartments. Now I was in an apartment with one of my best friends, my stepmom at the time and two people upstairs one of them was my uncle and the other person I can't remember who it was but this is like one of the funniest situations I've ever seen in my life so the cops come in for this situation and they get me and my buddy we're like uh, doing some hygiene some hee-haws and oh no no and then we're out there we're handcuffed sitting on the the curb and then there's just like you know grandmas walking their dogs and they're just like oh my god what did those what those sweet little innocent boys do and they're just like it's it's okay don't worry about it and i'm just sitting there like i'm a hardened criminal but in all reality I, my backstory probably was that i stole like a Kit Kat bar and yeah so then that happens so then they walk away the cops do back into the building and i stand up and i walk back in with my handcuffs on because i'm a curious little curious george and my uncle <laughs> is coming down and he, this is like one of the most straight and narrow, hardcore, like manly man. Like this dude is like equivalent of a bear and he's coming down. He has his hat on backwards. He has his pants like down around his knees with his, like see his boxers and he has his belt t- like tightened as hard as he could around his knees. Like he's like some thug and he's coming down and he's like, no, no. And he's like throwing himself, throws himself down the bottom couple stairs. And he's like, I ain't going, I ain't going back to the jail jail and i was just like he ain't going back to the jail leave him alone they're like sir what's your name he's like pat mcgraw like okay pat pat mcgraw he's like hi you said pat (laughs) mcgraw like my 14 year old self is just dying and then like the other guy's still upstairs i didn't know there's two people upstairs and he's like honey honey what's happening and he's like baby i'm coming for you i'm coming for you so he starts crawling up the stairs on his belly (laughs) <laughs> I had like they're, you know, in a relationship, but it was just an act. And they're like, I won't let you go, honey bear. I won't let you go. And he's trying to like wiggle like a worm up the stairs. And then they're dragging him down. And then he's just trying not to lose the rest of his pants because, you know, it's tightened around his knees. So he doesn't have much room, movement. And then 
the other dude comes down the stairs and he's like, you ain't taking my honey bear. You're not. So he's, he's grabbing his handcuffs and he's pulling them upstairs. He's like, no, you're not going back to the jail. And I, that was just, I've never laughed that hard up until that moment in my life. That was the funniest scene I've ever seen in my entire life. Like if, if you knew the person that was this Pat McGraw and you'd know that this is so out of his element. And we had another practical before this and the same, my, like my uncle, he was like doing a traffic stop. Like he was one of the actors in the traffic stop. And they're like, okay, what can we do to throw the, throw these people off? So they put me and my stepmom once again in the front seat and they put my uncle and my best friend in the trunk together in this like crown Vic. So there was not, my uncle was not a big, he's, he's a big dude. Like I said, he's like a grizzly bear. And they put him in there with my skinny friend, but you can only be so skinny in a trunk. So I'm sitting up there in the, in the front seat and then they come up and knock on the door. Like, is anybody else in the vehicle? I'm like, no. And then all you hear is a <coughs> from the trunk. And he just like puts his flashlight back through. He's like, what was that? And then the entire, like the entire time I can just hear them talking like in the backseat, they're like in the trunk. They're like, Hey, can, can you move your knee? I'm trying to breathe here. And they're just back there. And then you can just hear my best friend. He's like, so how, how's work been? He's like, it's pretty good. <laughs> As two of them were like spooning in the trunk and then they go back and they're like, open the trunk. So then they like go to the front after they pull us out of the car and they open up the trunk and then they, it opens up and they're just like, we're not done back here. And he <laughs> slams the trunk door. Oh my God. It was, those practice was some of the funniest things and the best, most fun things I've ever done. Cause you just, it's like playing a joke on people but there's no repercussions. It was great. So yeah, just that's what I've been thinking about this week, trying to get my mind off the Rona, and you can only do so much. Okay, let's go into this first story that I found for this week. Okay. Man under coronavirus lockdown leaves home dressed as dinosaur. You guys have all seen the inflatable dinosaur costumes. I know a couple friends that do have these. (laughs) And uh, when I was in high school, like... I talked about it in the podcast back with Cameron. We did a uh, solo, solo night. I had some buddies that did solo night performances in these, in these <laughs> costumes. And uh, one of them, the pump broke during, so then it started just deflating during the performance. And then he's just running out with the carcass of a T-Rex forming around his body. This little short boy, he's running out, so he's not exposed on who he really was. Okay, let's see what... uh. Spain on Saturday imposed a nationwide lockdown for two weeks, urging citizens to stay at home to stop the spread of the coronavirus in the country. But while patrolling the streets of Murcia in southeastern Spain two days ago, cops came across a man trying to breach the lockdown dressed in a dinosaur costume. A video of the bizarre incident uh, shared by Murica police on Twitter Tuesday shows that the man dressed in the orange Tyrannosaurus Rex costume waddling away to throw his trash in the dustbin on the street. This man was giving a telling off was giving a telling off by the police who later shared the video on social media to urge citizens to stay at home. During state of alarm, walking of pets is allowed if accompanied by one person always shorts walks so they can relieve themselves having a Tyrannosaurus Rex is not covered. Hashtag stay at home. Police wrote while sharing the video according to translations provided by Newsweek. Since being shared online two days ago, the video has gone viral in the microblogging platform, collecting a 
collecting more than 4.8 million views of the hundreds of amused comments. This only happens in Spain, one person wrote, responding to the video. When your hometown city country is in lockdown, it applies every to everyone, even to Tyrannosaurus Rex, said another. While plenty more praised Market Police's choice of music, the theme to the tune to Jurassic World. One Twitter user even shared another video of the dinosaur. Spain is the fourth worst hit country in the world after China, Italy, and Iran, with numbers rising rapidly despite the unprecedented national lockdown, when the government ordering its 46 million population to stay home. It, yeah, well, you know, it's an airborne disease, so what's he, he's, he's safe. That's basically a hazmat suit, so... I think they're just being a tad bit rude. He was even throwing away his trash in the local dustbin. He is doing his part to keep this world green. Is he going out in like a Freddy Krueger costume? It'd be different. But see, he is covered head to toe. You cannot even see his face. Has a little piece of plastic covering it. He is being, that's basically a quarantine outfit. This is bullshit. Let him be him, man. Let him be him. Coronavirus leads some Brazil gangs to impose curfews. Gangs in some Brazil poor in some of Brazil's poorest neighborhoods have, in the absence of state intervention, been posing curfews of its residents to curb the spread of the COVID-19, according to a report. <coughs> the gang stepped up curfew enforcements following the first case of the virus reported in uh, the city of God, the familiar favela depicted in 2002 film of the same name. Villas in Brazil's capital and other cities have been historically neglected by the government. In some areas, it's not uncommon for residents to go weeks without running water. Some residents say that the gang's intervention in stopping potential outbreaks speaks to the severity of the crisis. The drug traffickers are doing this because the government is absent. The authorities are blind to us. One resident said to the Guardian, well, you know... <laughs> If you're having your drug lords like impose curfews, you you as a government are failing. When the person that's like cutting cocaine one day going to pick up his kid from daycare, which is you know just upstairs, and he's like falling down the stairs acting like Pat McGraw, if he's having to say like, okay, nobody goes out after eight because the virus sleeps at night. Everyone knows that the virus sleeps at night. Curfews for everyone. Paco. Not going outside, though. Stop it. In one video circulating on social media, members of the Red Community, a Red, Red Command gang, could be seen with a loudspeaker ordering residents to remain indoors after 8 p.m. That anyone violating these rules will be punished. Gangs and other favelas have taken similar actions to enforce safety precautions against the coronavirus. In Racina, one of the largest favelas in Brazil, gang members told its residents they can only travel in groups of two and must stay inside after 8.30, the Guardian reported, in Santa, Santa Marta, a favela near Rio de Janeiro, Christ the Redeemer statue, drug traffickers have been giving residents soap and places, place signs up that say, please wash your hands before entering the favela. This, these are some very progressive gang members. Good for them. Brazil's president, Jair, I can't say the last name, has been criticized for his dismissal of the COVID-19 pandemic. Reactions to which he has derided as hysteria. For at least five nights, protesters among the country have banged their pots and pans on their balconies as a sign of protest against their president's response. 
Go you. Bang those pants. As of Wednesday, Brazil has 2,274 confirmed cases of the coronavirus with 47 deaths. Bang your pots and pans. You know what? Go bang your pots and pans in front of the president's house. Do it. We need change. We need change now. Because, uh, you know, Paco and the drug wars, they can do only do so much. What's like, so you outside or you're going groups of two or more, what's, you will be punished. So they think you're going to get the coronavirus and die. So what are they going to do? Just cut out the Rona and just murder, murder you? <laughs> like, well, I don't, good for them though. They're trying to, you know, be helpful. So doing more than obviously their president has, it seems. Now, I can say that a theme of this show is going to be modern problems require modern solutions. You know, they wanted to train those cops back then, so they had us be actors. That's a modern problem. They don't have the training. Modern solution, but give them the training. You know, do you want to go throw his paper cup away? He couldn't because of the Rona, dressed as a dinosaur. Modern problem, modern solution. Drug lords have to be the government. Modern problem, modern solution. This does not stop there. Even strip clubs. Some might say the most modern of professions are having modern problems. People can't come in, get their lap dances, so they've made a modern solution. Strip club plan to offer drive through shows, have hand sanitizer wrestling. That is what I'm talking about. Modern problem, modern solution. All right. Although many businesses in Las Vegas are closed today after Nevada's governor asked non-essential businesses to close their doors, that does not appear to include city strip clubs. Little Darlings, which is owned by Deja Vu, is not only open, but they are also planning to offer drive-through strip shows and nude hand sanitizer wrestling. Starting this weekend, guests will be able to drive up to the front door, pay $100, and enjoy a 10-minute triple X show from the comfort of the safety of their own vehicles. The XXX Nude Hand Sanitizer Wrestling will begin on Saturday. For those customers who still want to go inside, Director of Operations Ryan Carlson says that the Little Darlings is easily one of the safest and cleanest places in Las Vegas. When I think of clean places, you know, you think of ERs, not nursing homes, Taco Bell bathrooms. That's what I think of when you think about clean. That's some clean. I would eat off a Taco Bell bathroom. Just kidding. That is disgusting. But you know what does come to my mind? The Little Darling Strip Club. <laughs> Ryan Carlson got it right. Carlson says that the club's sanitization practices include hourly hand washing, more than 25 hand sanitizers throughout the club, and social distancing in both seating and private dances. That's a way to get those private dances, Carlson. Yes! We will remain open. Dear valued guests, as you know, we have been carefully monitoring the COVID-19 coronavirus developments both domestically and globally over the past few weeks. Our team has been working hand sanitizing every inch of in the, our venue to provide the safe experience for our guests. Our doors will remain open. We will continue providing world-class adult entertainment. Your health and wellness is our top priority. Come join us and our entertainers at the award-winning and cleanest Gentlemen's Club. Thank you for choosing us, management. You go, little darlings. Deja vu. Carlson also pointed out strippers are part of the American's fabric of life. When you think of America, you think of apple pie. Some people say cheese on apple pie. What is wrong with you? 
and strip clubs. Little Darlings was one of the first local businesses to capitalize on what is now a pandemic. In early March, they started <coughs> handing out bottles of hand sanitizer after the presumed positive cases were announced. Sapphire Las Vegas, was one of the largest gentlemen's clubs and inter adult entertainment complexes, have made the decision to temporarily suspend their operations. Sapphire says that their first priority is the health and welfare of their team, families, friends, and customers. They will announce on social media what they plan to reopen. Modern problem. COVID-19, so what do you do? You sell more private dances. You go deja vu. Yes. Now... <laughs> moving on I am not a man that has TikTok installed on their phone that's just not going to happen because I, I'm fine without it I don't even use Instagram so why would I why would I use TikTok so TikTok confirms that if you're rich and good looking enough you will not go viral huh if you're on TikTok the chances are that you've sh shared a heap of videos in the vein hoping that you will go viral enough to propel you into internet stardom. Well, folks, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, the likely reason that you haven't gone viral on TikTok isn't because of your content, but because of the platform is likely censoring you and being for being not good-looking or rich enough. <coughs> um, that's not good. That's not good, I'm going to say. According to the internal documents obtained by The in Intercept, the TikTok... The TikTok, how freaking old am I? Jesus Christ. TikTok have has apparently been instructing moderators to censor and suppress posts from the users that they do seem they deem to be too ugly or too poor to be on the platform it is reported that tiktok artificially limits the audience's reach for those that they think aren't good looking enough or rich enough essentially barring them from appearing on the platform's for you section some of the unfavorable physical traits outlined on tiktok's company guidelines include things like abnormal body shape Ugly facial looks. Dwarfism. Can't be short. We don't want to see you. Sorry, we man. <coughs> um, obvious beer belly. Too many wrinkles. Eye disorders. The platform's algorithm also doesn't look too favorably on videos that have environments that are shabby and dilapidated. Or if they are filmed in slums or rural fields. This is certainly discrimination, but TikTok isn't limiting it to who they think is ugly and poor. As Intercept reports, the platform is also wielding and censoring the censorship hammered down on the people with disabilities, political speeches, and negative political opinions about the police and government, especially Chinese institutions. So, why is Chinese-owned TikTok censoring people that aren't good that aren't good-looking and rich enough for their taste? Well, apparently, it is all on a project, in the project that. The idea of TikTok is populated by wealthy, hot people in an attempt to attract new users to the platform. Hmm. China is censoring things and truths it doesn't like to see or hear. Well, that's just... That's China. You watch South Park? Have you seen the latest season? China. <coughs> they don't like you? Bye. Bye-bye, Pooh Bear. Piglet. You too. <laughs> The fact that they're getting met, like they got, they banned Winnie the Pooh because they said that their leader looks like Winnie the Pooh. Modern problem, modern solution. China says, you think I look like Pooh Bear? I killed Pooh Bear. He's dead now. Bye-bye. And trying to promote a sense of everything is fine to outsiders sounds really familiar. The article says about China. 
A TikTok spokesperson has recently responded to the Intercept's report and said that this policy of censoring poor and ugly users was part of an early blunt attempt to prevent bullying, but are no longer in place. If that sounds a bit too good to be true, that's because it sort of is. Aside from no mention about anti-bullying measures in the documentation obtained by the Intercept, sources reaching out for the, the publications to indicate that these nasty policies were in place as recently as 2019. So TikTok didn't even say this was wrong. They said this happened. If you were ugly or poor, they don't want you. You're not going to be on people's For You page. That's It's TikTok. What? <laughs> How many TikTok stars do you see are dwarfs? How many TikToks people do you see that have eye disorders? I'm, I know that I'm not in the world of TikTok, but they are. TikTok reached out and said that this is true, but it's not for what you said it was for. That is bad. Like, good for them for not lying and saying that this didn't happen. <coughs> Obviously, you, the proof's in the pudding. They had the documentation, but they didn't say they didn't double down and say. This wasn't for that. They said this is for something else. That's messed up. I'm, I'm sorry. I try not to put my opinion too much in here, but this is this is wrong. Let's let's move on. TikTok is getting me furious. So, modern problem, modern solution. Theme of the show. Come back Monday, okay? Hundreds of prisoners escape in Brazil amid COVID-19 anger. So, <laughs> oh, I can't rate. Can't wait this one holiday for minimum security prisoners is canceled because of the outbreak so many simply run off hundreds of prisoners have escaped from the four semi-open prisons in sao paula state in the southeast of brazil man you have gangs running your favelas and you just let your prisoners run amok after eastern uh easter prison Easter prison holidays were canceled and restrictions of visitors tightened because of the coronavirus. Video shows dozens of prisoners fleeing down a street near one coastal prison and floating across a soccer pitch on a beach. There are riots and escapes from semi-open prisons in Trimbe, uh, Porto Feliz, in a wing in the prison of uh, Sao Paulo State. In one video, hordes of prisoners come could be seen running away on the Sao Paulo coast where 400 reportedly fled while a man shouts, Come back Monday, okay? Other videos showed dozens on the beach. The G1 News site reported that 40 had been recaptured. 400 people left, and you, <laughs> the guard's saying, Come back Monday. They're gone. <laughs> They're not coming back. <coughs> the Sao Place, the Sao Paula State Penitentiary Department said it had postponed the Easter prison break one of five annual breaks for prisoners in semi-open regiments who work in the day. Because of the coronavirus, the measure was necessary because the benefits would include more than 34,000 convicts in the semi-open regime who returning, who returning to prison who have high potential to install and propagate coronavirus, said a statement, added that the semi-open prisons did not have armed guards. Police and prison officers' riot teams have recovered control over the four prisons and recaptured 174 prisoners. And later said, the human rights news site Ponte estimated as many as 1,500 had escaped. These prisoners were unhappy about the decision that suspended the Easter leave, said Lincoln Gayek, a prosecutor in Sao Paulo State and a specialist in drug gangs. Okay, that's we don't need to know everything about you. 
<laughs> the prisoners were told and and in some units rebelled the rebellion so they said that they're not going to let them so that they're semi-open so they get to go and have freedom for a little bit and have them come back so they're saying that easter is going to be moved or not happen yet so they just escaped <laughs> is what i'm kicking from this the rebellions echoed the situation in Italy's crowded prisons where 10 have died in riots following restrictions of visits from family members other security specialists said anger over the treatment so you're not going to have you're not letting your family members come so you riot and kill extending your sentence how does that make any sense i don't understand i don't understand this <laughs> i don't understand people so you're mad because you can't see your family so you kill somebody and you're gonna be there for a life with probably no visitation. What is your malfunction? <sighs> Other security specialists said over the treatment of the leaders of Brazil's biggest ga- drug gang, the Sao Paulo-based 1st Capital Commander, PCC, was also a factor. Some prisoners have complained over the treatment of PCC leaders refusing to go to hearings in what is called a white strike, said Renato Lima, director president of the Brazil Public Security Forum. Others were angry over restrictions of visitors showing signs of colds and suspected of carrying coronavirus. Wow, you want people to come in that had the... If you're coughing and sneezing and you have elevated fever... My grandpa had to go to the doctor the other day. They took his temperature when he walked in so he can go in just to talk to the receptionist. I say that's the other day, like a week or two ago before things shut down so much. They took his temperature coming in. They're taking your temperature coming in to a place that you are confined and you cannot leave. How is, why are you getting upset? Why? Forums, others were angry over restrictions of visitors signing, showing, yeah. Eight guards were taken hostage in Maguire, said Lima, and they were, they would have been many more if the state did not have a centrally controlled locking system. Gruesomely violent prison riots and breakouts are common in Brazil's overcrowded prisons, many of which are controlled by drug gangs like the PCC and its rivals. 57 people were killed last year in just one of the rebellions uh, in Altamira in the Amazon. But coronavirus posed a new threat, Lima said in 2017. A third of Brazil's prisoners, 234,000 people, did not have a health station in their prisons, and nearly 9,000 prisoners who were over 60 it's a time bomb. That's yeah. If you have so many people, okay, I'm not gonna go into the problems with overcrowding in prisons because that's not what this is about. The fact that so you might you they let you go. You're in a semi-open prison, and you you escape. Good for you. You're gonna have a life on the streets of and just go back right into crime and get captured again. Congratulations. Good for you. So you. <laughs> Other people like that weren't with the riots. You you have such an easy sentence that you're allowed to still have your family come. And if they have the sniffles, they can't go. So you kill someone. <laughs> Why does that make any sense? You're never going to see your family again. Congratulations. You're stupid. Uh, okay. Yeah, so um, that's an almost round out my episode but before we go we have to have the anti-joke of the week now put on your big brain okay what's the difference between a blonde and a bowling ball a blonde is a living person with a specific hair color and a bowling ball is an inanimate object used in the sport of bowling you know this why are you even thinking a blonde a blonde most likely a woman and a bowling ball 
yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, so uh, that's going to round out this week's episode of the Take My Word podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Take My Word Pod. That's Take My Word P O D. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking about posting more than once a week. But if I do have to post, if I start posting more than once a week, I think that I might have to have a different like thing for the other day. You know, like I'll have news and funny news articles on Thursday, and maybe Tuesday will be like funny Reddit Reddit articles. Um, if that's something that you'd be interested in, just follow me on Twitter and let me know there. Or on my podcast, you can go and there's a link that you can send video, like through the anchor thing, through like you can send video, like not video, I'm sorry, audio with your opinions and stuff on it. So let me know. All right.